create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is episode 120 and I'm so pleased to be with you once again. As I said before, my name is Fran Sydney and this is Create with France, which means we are going to create the life that we want by understanding what's going on in our mind, our very, very busy neurons and just do, you know, a little bit here and there and a little bit of a small mind hacks here and a small one there and sometimes small things make a huge change and that's why we're here to help you to move forward in your life so you can live a life that you really want. Now you might think that every single person is ready for this, is ready for change, is ready for something new and here is the topic of my episode today. The topic is this, are you ready to change your life? So you might make the assumption that because somebody has a a long-term problem with jealousy or weight loss issues or with an addiction to something or being angry, whatever the problem is, they might absolutely be willing and, you know, very desirous to have therapy and therefore we should just knock on my door. Hello, can I have a session? And guess what? It doesn't work like that. In fact, I would say that many people carry on their problems for all their life, their emotional problems. I'm not talking about psychosis and real deep stuff, but I'm talking about, you know, anxiety or emotional eating, drinking, this kind of stuff. They bring them on and then they carry them for years and years and years. Do you think they find those problems fun or interesting? No, they don't. They really wish they wouldn't have a problem. However, there is a point in our life when we have to decide that we want to do something about this problem and we are ready for that. And if that doesn't happen, we are not ready for therapy or anything else. And I think personally there is nothing as frustrating as seeing a client who comes to you for something because they have been sent by a friend, the mother, the father, etc. They have no interest in changing, they don't want to do anything. Maybe they're interested in having like a genie that comes up and waves a magic wand and just like that their problem disappears. But I would say for most of the problems I deal with, This is not the case. I don't know about you guys. Colleagues, please tell me if I'm wrong. We can't just wave a wand, can we? So my personal view is that just wishing that something didn't exist in our life does not fix the problem. And going to a therapist or doing a course, a self-study course, self-led or whatever, is not going to get to the root of why we keep doing something. Um, I'm not saying the root cause of a problem. Sometimes it's not necessary to know the root cause. It's just necessary to know how to change it. So don't get stuck on this root cause idea, okay? You might have noticed there's a lot of people around you who have problems and they've been carrying them for years. And you might, might have been one of the people who went there as a friend, as a relative, as a tutor in school, and you might have given some very, very wise advice the best advice you had from years of experience because maybe you had suffered from that problem. And you know, it could be that in 1% of the cases, the person will say, oh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for stepping out and helping me. I'm going to do exactly what you say. And if this happened, you know, rejoice and give me a call because it will be the one in a million 
times when a person, you know, listens to advice that is being given without them asking and actually puts that into practice. It's very, very rare because most adults do not like to be given advice and do not like to be told what to do. And unless they go and ask, it's very, very difficult to make them see what they need to do because they are so emotionally involved in the situation. And this, you know, completely normal and I would probably not like to be given advice by anyone that just comes in and say, Franz, you should do this or you should do say, why do you tell me that? That's none of your business, right? And a little bit in the same way, you can't just go to a hypnotist or a coach or NLP practitioner or even a psychology, you know, somebody who is a mental health professional with a degree and all this knowledge. You can't just go there because your mom sent you. It doesn't work because you are not interested in the journey. So you're going to drag your feet all the way. You're not going to open your mouth. You're not going to talk. You're going to waste your time and their time. You're going to be so incredibly frustrated. So what am I getting to? What I'm getting to is that if you want to have results with therapy or hypnosis, NLP, coaching, etc., you need to have put some stock in that. You have to have met three important parts of this process. Let's talk about them. So you're going to guess the first one very easily. The first part is that we have to admit that there is a problem. And this is an important problem. It's a serious problem and it might have very good serious repercussions when time goes by. So we realize this is a problem. It could be that you keep eating and you cannot stop. It could be that you exercise to exhaustion every day and you're not eating enough. It could be that every time you are bored, angry, sad, annoyed or anything similar, you reach for a drug or a cigarette or a vaping type of electronic cigarette or whatever. So it could be any problem that keeps coming back over and over and you know that it's not going to stop just like that, just on its own. So it's becoming important you, on the back of your mind, know something is going on. You don't want anyone to tell you. You want to realize and you want to understand and you want to feel that this problem has to be taken care of. And until that realization happens, there is no way you can go to a therapist of any sort or coach or hypnotist and be healed because you have to admit that you have a problem with that substance, that alcohol, that shouting, that swearing, that porn, I don't know, whatever that is, you have to admit to yourself, say, okay, okay, let's get real, I have a problem, okay? The second part that has to be there for the equation to happen and to work properly is that you have to understand that you have a crucial role in the making of a problem or in making it worse and you put away the mantle of victim and until that is happening you cannot solve your problem either. Of course we all react to the environment and to what people are saying, what we're doing, to the weather, we react to lots of things but there are also things that are automated responses that we are familiar with, they will repeat even if they're not correct responses or productive or useful or good for us. So the fact that there is something that is triggering us and therefore we keep drinking, smoking, swearing, heating, whatever, 
This is only part of it. The idea is that we start thinking that what counts is not what happens, but our reaction, our per perception, what we think about it and what we are automatically doing. And that is a part that can change if we put away the mantle of a victim, which is a very comfortable mantle. And why is it? It is so comfortable and warm and cozy because then we don't have to change, do we? We can just keep going and destroy our life or our health, our relationship, our career, our family, and we can just keep blaming somebody else. The weather, the government, the taxes, the pandemic, whatever, we can just blame somebody else so we can sit there and um, a little bit kind of feeling like, eh, I don't have to do anything. But then deep inside we know that it's not right, but we don't tell anyone. So for example, I was in a forum a couple of months ago and the person said, oh, I was trying to lose weight, but my husband keeps bringing home these wonderful cakes as a, as a gift, so I have to eat them because otherwise he'll, he'll be offended. And we understand you don't want to offend or insult or whatever, but surely you can have a frank, humorous chat and say, hey, you know, can you buy me a flower instead? It usually takes 30 seconds. And, um, you know, eventually the guy has to understand you're trying to lose the weight. You don't want to receive cakes all the time, if that was your decision. But so she was just keeping this idea that, oh, well, because my husband does that, then I have to eat and before I'm never going to lose weight. Well, that's going to keep you in the victim mode forever. It is time to sit down with your husband, have a loving chat and say, thank you so much, you care so much, you bring me something, but now I would like something different. How about and you tell them what you like. And um, he will have to listen because, you know, he wants the best for you. And if you have decided that you want to lose the weight and having cakes all the time is not going to be good, she has to respect your decision. So do not be a victim. Find out what can I do so this problem can stop or I can manage it at least. Once we have established that we have a problem and the problem is inside us, there's a third part of the equation, as I call it, and this part has to be there, and it's the now. We have to fix the problem now. I have to step out of this. I have to take action now. Maybe I won't solve it completely. Maybe I will not solve it in, in a day or in a year, but I have to start taking action now. So it's me, it's a problem, and I have to start acting on that now. And I really want to do that now. You might ask why the word now is so important. Well, it's quite obvious, isn't it? We're almost in January when, you know, the procrastination monster shows up. And we're all so good and said, I'm going to lose weight after Christmas. After Easter, I'm going to stop drinking. After the summer holidays, I'm going to stop swearing to my husband every time he comes home drunk. I mean, whatever. We can so thrive on this procrastination of everything. So if we keep saying I'm going to do it next week, next month, after this, we're never going to do it. We are not ready. We are not ready to take a course, to sign up for a program, to go with a coach, to see a hypnotist, to see a psychiatrist. We're just not ready because we're still trying to shift away the responsibility. So make sure you are ready for that. Okay, because words have humongous power, it's important to understand the value of the word now and how it plays in our mind. When we say something now, what does it mean? 
That means in the moment you have decided that you have to take action, you are there straight away, you're scoring the internet, you're asking all your friends, you're looking at the library, you're looking everywhere to educate yourself about the problem you have. Okay? So if it's about stop smoking, you might want to read all about the uh, really bad effect of smoking on your body. Maybe they will give you some sense of guilt. Or maybe you might be looking straight away or stop smoking hypnosis. Or you might go to your friend who has stopped smoking and you might ask, how did you manage to do that? And then he will be so pleased to tell you. And that's the time when you're going to listen because you're actually interested. The word now has a huge power on your brain because it gives you energy and it gives you this channeled light and vibration that open up your reticular activating system which is the system that filters out everything you do not want from a huge amount of data you get through your brain every day. So the RAS, what I call it, it's, it's going to be there. It's going to be there looking for solutions. So the moment you said, I really have to stop drinking now, you will start noticing all those alcoholic anonymous centers and all these, um, I don't know, alcohol-free drinks and all these parties where nobody's drinking. You're going to notice all this because now you are alerted and more focused on the possible solutions. And you might notice advertising and content. You might say, oh yeah, I saw on Facebook a very famous hypnotist and he works with this problem. I want to talk to him. Or I saw on LinkedIn a very famous psychiatrist. He's very specialized with I don't want I want to go and work with him. So there could be all sorts of things that come to mind because they were there in your life, but you didn't take notice because you were not focused on the solution. You were just in victim mode. Now, do not get upset about victim mode. Victim mode is very, very typical in most humans. We just say, oh, we can't do this because he will do that, she will do that, so I'm stuck. We are stuck a lot. It's normal. We just have to understand it is very, very typical. It's not a criticism. It's something that happens to us that we say, I can't do anything because he or she does this on that. However, I'm quite sure if a doctor came up to you tomorrow morning and said, Unless you stop smoking immediately or drinking or whatever, the condition you have, you will be in hospital within three months because you have a very, very serious condition XYZ, you will be stopping. There'll be no more excuse about what your husband does, what your wife does, what your college says. No, you will be doing it because you want to save your life. Okay, better exceptions where people do that, but majority of people when they see they're facing death, oh my gosh, they will stop everything. They get a shock. So that means it's possible. Oh, we got off the mantle of victimhood. Yay. At this point, when you realize it's you, you have a problem and you want to solve it now. You want to take those steps to start getting into the process of healing, of changing a bad habit, something that you had for many years, 20, 30, 40 years. You know you want to do something. You're going to notice all the resources. You're going to be asking people. You're going to send emails and messages to people and say can you help me with this can you help me with that and eventually you're gonna get somewhere when you have so much information you will start to understand why this problem is there and what you can do about it and you know a great many times people just read about it and learn about it and they can conquer that problem they can solve it and it's amazing and the process can take a month, can take a year, can take a lifetime, but it can happen and we see that happening all the time. However, there are some times when 
we go round and round in circles and we're not really getting to the core of this. Why is this happening? And I'm not really getting it because I have a you know, very happy childhood, you know, all these people looking in the past. But my childhood was pretty much perfect and I had a really loving partner, husband, wife, whatever. And my job is amazing and I don't know why I keep doing this. And I read all the books and I don't get it. I don't 500 courses, I don't get it. Well, maybe that's the time when you want to talk to a therapist who can help you because, you know, they do that all the time. So they are kind of used to see certain patterns and they can help you to determine what's going on and what to do to get rid of a problem. As I was saying before, when you are working with a therapist, you are not there sitting with um, a guy that is holding a, a golden shiny magic wand and he just lifts it up and waves this very nice shiny stick and voila, your problem is gone, you're suddenly thin, healthy, slender, young, good looking, rich, famous and wealthy. Just, no, it's not gonna happen. And if you know anyone that has that, just give me the address, I'm coming, okay? What we need to understand is that therapist is your partner and you're working together. You're working together to get to the bottom of this, to get progress, and the mission of a person working with you is to get you there, is to help you, to facilitate, to guide you there. But you are the one that has to walk the steps. A facilitator, the one holding the flashlight to direct you in the path, is there. He's seen it, he's, he knows the path, how to go on the top of his mountain or down to the depth of the sea, but you are the one that has to take those steps. So when you take the steps, you will see your results every time. However, if you do not have motivation, the real drive and energy and focus, you will not be taking all the steps. You might take some for just a couple of days and then you will be blaming the low mood or whatever happened in the office to somebody else. That means you are not ready yet. So don't, you know, beat yourself up. You're not ready. You're not seeing yet the end of this in your mind. You still think this is not possible. Maybe there is some self-sabotage in there, some lack of belief in yourself. So you might want to work on that before. I remember some people that said, oh, I've been to this therapist to stop smoking and it didn't work. Then I went to another one, he did this other technique, it didn't work, I still smoke. And we've been to seven or eight, then we go to the next one, to the next. We're collecting therapists. Well, that's not how it works. You know, it's you, you are the one that is failing. You are the one that is not taking, making the effort. Unless you have a drive, the desire, the focus and take the action, you're not gonna stop anything because you have decided to begin with that you're just gonna mock everyone and just expect them to do all the all these miracles and make the results because you are not making those results. In your mind, you're thinking they're gonna do it all. But it doesn't work like that. A little disclaimer, there are around some therapists or hypnotists or coaches or psychiatrists or whatever who, despite giving you sessions on whatever the topic is, they fail to take you from A to B. And that's fine. Sometimes you just don't have that rapport or the techniques used are not very good for your case or you haven't really told them the real thing. Sometimes we don't really tell them. We keep everything secret. And so they are just basing their conclusions on the very scarce information you gave them and so they can't really guess too much. There are lots of variants. So it's not, it's not to say that it's always your fault if things don't work. However, 
the client has 50% of responsibility for bringing those changes in his life. It isn't the hypnotist or the coaches or the psychotherapy uh, job to do those changes. They just facilitate and indicate what to do. So if, for example, I say, yeah, I'm good, but I want to be a lot fitter and I want to have defined muscles, it's all good that I talk to the best trainer, I pay thousands of pounds to go to the best trainer in England, wonderful. But unless then, when I get home, I prepare myself and I sign up to the gym or buy the machinery and I lift those weights and I do those circuits, I do my workouts and whatever, or my heat regime, then I'm not gonna get the fitness because I'm not doing my part. So it doesn't matter how good the coach is in showing me all this, the personal trainer, how many times he showed me how to do it. If I don't do it, there will not be the muscle in there because I have to make the effort. And guess what? If after doing the program and feeling amazing, then I stop doing the exercises, I might revert back to my very soft body that doesn't have definition because you know, the body always goes back to homeostasis to how it was before. So this is also working for mental health. If we change our life to become more positive and active and energetic, and then after five, six, seven months, we, you know, stop the, the good habits, we might end up becoming again depressed, anxious and phobic, etc. because we have not kept the very good habits that made us as good as we were. Therefore, I would recommend constance, determination, focus and real desire and real drive to have that results. They are so important. As important as choosing the right therapist and have a therapist choosing you. In fact, it is very important that the therapist really likes and enjoys working with you. If you cannot create that good rapport with your therapist and you're not very good when communicating together and getting things across clearly and if you argue about things, if you have an argument with a therapist about techniques or modalities he's using, you're not the right client for the for that therapist. He will tell you you're not a good fit and he might refer you to somebody else. So not all the therapists are good for you and not all the clients are good for a therapist. You have to find a good fit. You have to really work together as a team, as a partnership. So it has to be as good as possible and the therapist has to be a positive person, has to be humorous and good and serious and well prepared. A person that is ready to laugh with you and cry with you. It's, it has to be a human, not a machine that is sitting there just to take your money and disappear. No, it has to be a person that has interest in you and is invested and committed just like you are in getting you to feel better. Once you have put together all those basic things, so knowing that you have a problem, it has to go now, you have to work on it, you find the therapist, you have your good decisional power there, you're working on self-sabotage, procrastination, everything, and you are taking your strategies up to the next level and you're going forward. Having a therapist there is magnificent because you have a mentor, a person that helps you to go from one height to the other, higher and higher, until you're really on top of your problem. It might even be a case that completely eliminated or you know always what to do, so you are in charge. That completely changes your life, doesn't it? Maybe another time I will give you some examples 
of how this interaction worked with some clients and how much it is helpful to work together, to be in touch, to have this communication going all the time so that the results are coming in abundance. Anyway, if you have any other questions about what does it mean to have therapy, am I ready for these? Just have an informal chat with me. I don't charge you for consultation. And then please feel free to contact me. You can go to Calendly uh, forward slash dot com something france sydney i just go to my website and france sydney.com or you can see me on linkedin on facebook and the france sydney it's quite easy to find me so just be f- be free anytime you want to have a chat so i can see if i'm a good fit for you if i can help you and i'm always very happy to refer my amazing colleagues who are hypnotists nlp practitioners or sometimes psychotherapists and also have RTT practitioners and coaches. So I know pretty much a lot of people who can help you. So never worry about it, just ask and I'm always happy to help you. Maybe if there is an episode that steadies some questions in your mind and you are not sure about it, so just feel free to ask me any questions and I'm always very happy to help you, okay? So that was it for today. Thank you so much for being with me. And if you like the episode, please feel free to press like, subscribe to my channel, listen to other podcasts, share it with your friends, etc. etc. Tag me, whatever you like. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.